These little personal peculiarities exercised, however, no repelling influence on me. In the mad excitement, the reckless triumph of that moment, I was ready to fraternize with anybody who encouraged me in my game. I accepted the old soldier's offered pinch of snuff, clapped him on the back, and swore he was the honestest fellow in the world, the most glorious relic of the grand army that I had ever met with. Go on, cried my military friend, snapping his fingers in ecstasy. Go on and win, break the bank, mille tonnerre, my gallant English comrade, break the bank. And I did go on, went on at such a rate that in another quarter of an hour the croupier called out, Gentlemen, the bank has discontinued for tonight. All the notes and all the gold in that bank now lay in a heap under my hands. The whole floating capital of the gambling house was waiting to pour into my pockets. Tie up the money in your pocket handkerchief, my worthy sir, said the old soldier as I wildly plunged my hands into my heap of gold. Tie it up as we used to tie up a bit of dinner in the Grand Army. Your winnings are too heavy for any breeches pocket that ever was sewed. There, that's it. Shovel them in, notes and all. Credier, what luck! Stop! Another Napoleon on the floor! Ah, sacre petit polisson de Napoleon! I have found it at last! Now then, sir, two tight double knots each way with your honourable permission, and the money's safe. Feel it! Feel it, fortunate sir, hard and round as a cannonball! Ah, bah! If they had only fired such cannonballs at us at Austerlitz! Nom d'une pipe! If they only had! And now... As an ancient grenadier, as an ex-brave of the French army, what remains for me to do? I ask what? Simply this, to entreat my valued English friend to drink a bottle of champagne with me and toast the goddess fortune in foaming goblets before we part. Excellent ex-brave, convivial ancient grenadier, champagne by all means. An English cheer for an old soldier, hurrah, hurrah! Another English cheer for the goddess fortune, hurrah, hurrah, hurrah! Bravo, the Englishman, the amiable, gracious Englishman in whose veins circulates the vivacious blood of France. Another glass. Ah, bah, the bottle is empty. Never mind. Vive la vin. I, the old soldier, order another bottle and half a pound of bonbons with it. No, no, ex-brave. Never, ancient grenadier. Your bottle last time, my bottle this. Behold, toast away. The French army. The great Napoleon. The present company, the croupier. The honest croupier's wife and daughters, if he has any. The ladies generally, everybody in the world. By the time the second bottle of champagne was emptied, I felt as if I had been drinking liquid fire. My brain seemed all aflame. No excess in mine had ever had this effect on me before in my life. Was it the result of a stimulant acting upon my system when I was in a highly excited state? Was my stomach in a particularly disordered condition? Or was the champagne amazingly strong? Ex-brave of the French army, cried I in a mad state of exhilaration. I'm on fire. How are you? You have set me on fire. Do you hear, my hero of Austerlitz? Let us have a third bottle of champagne to put the flame out. The old soldier wagged his head, rolled his goggle eyes until I expected to see them slip out of their sockets, placed his dirty forefinger by the side of his broken nose, solemnly ejaculated, Coffee! and immediately ran off into an inner room.